Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everybody. Just after 7 o'clock on another beautiful Saturday here in Western New York, we welcome you, we welcome you in to Tee to Green, live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Brian Colziel with you, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester on the road working hard this week at the Canadian Open. We'll check in with Kevin a little bit later on in the show for what's going on in Toronto this week. But a jam-packed show, and we're excited to be on site here in Orchard Park at Bobolink, where we have now turned into making our annual visit, uh, one of the really, really cool spots in golf in western New York. And uh, we'll be joined by a, a few guests here from the club in just a moment. But uh, coming up on the show, as we said, jam-packed show, 7.45, so about 45 minutes from now, uh, Kevin Sylvester from Toronto. He's been uh, working for PGA Tour Radio this week at the Canadian Open. Uh, so we'll get Kevin's take on what's going on this week on the PGA Tour, of course, Pro tour-wise, there's been a ton of golf news this week. The Live Golf Tour going on this week in London uh, has been a major storyline. Uh, the PGA Tour responding with suspensions, players coming out with their two cents. So uh, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. Also, the Women's Porter Cup concluding yesterday at Niagara Falls Country Club. We'll give you the details on what happened there. U.S. Open is next week, so we'll get Jeff and I, and uh, we'll give you our picks on what's going on there. Uh, and also some other good news and notes along the way, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. All that and more coming up. Jeff Metis, good morning. Man, busy, busy week with the news and yes. golf. I feel like we uh, we could be here for hours and hours talking about just the live tour. But, yeah, there's been a lot going on, and it's uh, it's fun. That's what's going on. And here we are at Bobolink, and this is one of the cooler places to play golf in western New York. How many places can you play golf at night? And, and they're doing some cool stuff with some juniors and some high schools and stuff. And, then, yeah, it's it's a good place to be this morning. Yeah, before we bring in our guests, I know, Jeff, one thing that you're always very passionate about is getting people to get involved in the game because you think, hey, give them a good first experience, a fun first experience, yep. and they're going to be hooked for life. Isn't golf supposed to be fun? Isn't that why you play it? Yeah, and this place just 
is fun. Yeah, it's a par three course with practice areas and a range and everything else you need. To, and uh, and you can play under the lights. I mean, I played golf a long time. I this is the only place in the world I've ever gone and played under the lights, and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's an experience. So if you're a golfer and you want to have a nice evening, just take a walk, play nine. Can you walk here? I don't know. Can you walk? Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, come and play nine at night and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we got a lot to get to here. Let's bring in our guest, uh, Tom Sturm, the great general manager, Jim Dreff, the pro here as well. Uh, gentlemen, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Tom, thanks for having us again. You gave us good weather again here this morning, coming out. And it's uh, it's been a fun year for you, I've heard so far. Gentlemen, first of all, I'd like to thank you for coming back. You're always welcome here. You know, bring your families out to play some golf because, it's a, as you described, it's a great play to play a little bit of golf and to teach the game of golf. And that's one of the reasons we love this place. Jim and I have been here for years, and we really enjoy working here because it really is a family atmosphere. I think it seems Jeff. like a fun atmosphere to work. I was just talking to you before the show. I was like, wow, if you're a kid, this is a great place to work, a great summer job. You know, the kids get privileges, too. They get mm. free golf, free driving range, you know, nice. good prices on food. And, yeah, I get a lot of applications for kids, especially coming out of high school and college. I would bet, yeah, it's a fun place to work. I think, too, you know, I mean, you can go work at a fast food joint or right. somewhere else, but if you like golf and you're a high school kid, what a what an amazing spot to be. And they were here till what time last night, did well, you ask? <laughs> yes, it was pretty late, right? Our, our, our nighttime golf is really off the charts. So we're really pleased with it, but it's uh, it gets pretty busy here at night. We had a, you say our last pay for a tea time is between 9.30 and 10 o'clock at night, but that's when you get to pay for it. Last night, there was an hour and a half bag line at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So, so these guys, uh, these guys didn't get out to, out of here until about two, three o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> it makes for a long night because we, you know, we'll, we're flexible enough. We won't turn the lights off so everybody's off the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets pretty dark out there in the middle of the night. So. I bet it does. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, the business is pretty good at nighttime golf. You know, I, I look at the numbers and I see our eight to five business is pretty steady year to year, but our nighttime business has just been our huge growth yeah where who else has this option Absolutely. is there any no. i can't think of anybody around there's nothing in rochester like this nothing, nothing. in erie no nothing. in fact we're on the top 20 things you need to do in western new york in western new york number do niagara falls things like that but mm-hmm. it also says you got to play golf at bob links at nighttime so i would agree cool. with that yeah <laughs> i think yeah, yeah. we put that on a list it's a very very unique experience uh jim how about working here uh, the excitement, are, are you sensing that? We're, Tom's describing that business seems to be doing quite well. Business is tremendous. That's a great year. The last couple of years have been very, very good. And um, I'm training a lot of people, have a lot of new juniors. Uh, every year, more people seem to be taking up the game. Uh, it seems like uh, after COVID and during the COVID, it seemed like a lot of people took the game up. It was something you could do outside, you know what I mean? So. All of a sudden, people started, and now a lot of those people have carried over and are still playing, uh, even after the COVID, and are actually now golfers. So it's kind of a good thing to see. And there's going to be a first tee program here, or there is a first tee program? Did I hear? Yeah, we've been uh, talking to them for about a year or so, and um, we got them on our schedule this year, and they, they're excited about being here, and so are we because of the first tee program. I think their golfers that they're bringing into their program is very well, you know. A, compatible with what we got here you know mm-hmm. we got so much stuff here with them and they're, they're going to come out here for about four or five six weeks in a row and they're even expanding the program a little bit here because they're excited about being here and they want to do a nighttime golf event with their first tee program and i think it'll attract a lot of kids to come out here um, a lot of conversation with them and uh, you know we're pretty excited i mean we got a lot to offer you know you look at we got a practice screen up there with sand traps and, and 
50, 75 yard pitching areas, and then of course the driving range and a par three. So we're pretty much a full practice facility. You said something cool about the uh, high school team. Well, be- before we get to that, I want okay. can you because we've we've talked about this before. Can you just explain to everybody what the first T program does for golf? So the first yeah. T program basically there's a set of core values, and they teach basically they teach kids. They introduce children and kids to the game, and they also introduce the values that go along with the game. And it's a, it's a great program to get your kids involved and engaged and started in junior golf. Very cool. Yeah, I could add to that. There's a whole bunch of the country clubs here in town that support the FIFS First Tee program, and they travel around and hit all these sites. So it's pretty good for the kids. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that both of you are proud to be associated with something like that, right? I mean, that, Absolutely. Be, being here at night, you're working with a lot of youth, as you said, Jim, like, Every day. To, to be a part of something like that with the first team, knowing you're, you're, you know, you're giving kids an opportunity that they maybe not wouldn't have had. A lot of the first team instructors I've taught how to play golf, so you know, through high school golf and coaching high school golf, and a lot of these people stick with the golf, and now they're working with the first team program, and uh, it's kind of neat to see. Jim Dreff, the pro, Tom Sturm, the GM. We're here at Bobolink in Orchard Park on Tee to Green. Brian Colziel, Jeff Metis, thanks for joining us here on WGR. The website is bobolinkgolf.com. Um, Tom, you mentioned we mentioned First Tee. There's also involvement now with some high school teams I know that you have, have been having here at the course. The last couple of years, uh, between myself and the President Dale Schaefer, we've been talking to a couple of the high schools and a great little story from the Orchard Park girls team team they didn't have a team a couple years ago uh the, the, the pro the uh, instructor came out and approached us we talked to him we put a high school high school te- high school team together uh high school practice facility with them they're coming out here all the time we're practicing you know and it's uh sometimes the country clubs can be a little intimidating to brand new golfers so bringing them out here to uh, uh bobolinks uh, it's been a great program he built the program from scratch, and he only had about four or five girls last year. He really had to work hard to, to get them to join. They had a nighttime golf event as a grand finale, and they all wore fluorescent clothing under lights and played with some of our night flyer golf balls that light up at night. And they took all these pictures and put it in the yearbook. Uh, I, the coach is starting to come out again for this year. He's got 17 girls this year because they all saw it and got excitement about it and just spread the news and having a lot of fun that's very cool that's that's how you grow golf though yeah you make it fun uh, and you just make it fun and if yep. you're a kid in high school hey this is a fun place to play golf and hang out with your friends and do that kind of fun stuff and that's how people get the bug you know it's a great little story yeah really very very cool that uh success with a story like that yeah growing the game giving kids the opportunity let let's go ahead now and do our western new york pga tip of the week brought to you by the western new york pga western new york pga has one goal promoting and growing the game of golf today tomorrow and beyond so getting kids involved, it's kind of going to want to go with our tip here. Jim, let's start with you. If a, if a kid shows up for the first time, hey, I, you know, mom or dad, drop them off. What do you do to kind of well, suck them in for life? I mean, that's really your goal probably at the end of this or at the end of their first time working with you, right? Well, normally they don't get dropped off. Normally yeah. the parents will we'll stick around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like we were talking about earlier, the idea is to be positive, um, no browbeating. We want them to be interested in the game and come back and continue with the lessons. Um, to be honest with you, the idea is to get them hitting the ball well enough that they 
are able to maintain their interest with the game and stick with the game. It can be frustrating at first for a lot of kids, but again, a lot of them stick with it and they keep coming back. And, uh, you know, every situation is different. Every kid is different. Every adult is different. You know, uh, lessons, maybe a few this year, maybe not next year. Maybe they, I won't see somebody for four or five years and all of a sudden, they're back. And a lot of times, to be honest with you, I want to see people improve as quickly as possible. So my take on it is if I don't see you for a while, that indicates to me that you must be playing well. If I see yeah. you again, you must be falling off the card again. We'll try to get you straightened out, get you back out on the golf course. Yeah, and when you're when you're bringing kids to the game, I my, my tip for parents all the time is make it fun, like we always talk about. And the other thing is you don't overextend that day for the kids. So, you know, sometimes nine holes is a lot for a kid, or sometimes four holes. If you see them start to lose their interest, pick up the ball, you know, and do something fun, or, you know, let them just run down the fairway, or let them, you know, I don't know, I shouldn't say this, but let them play in the bunkers a little bit or, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, anything they can do that makes them want to come out the next day and do it all over again, I think, is what's important. And as a, you know, you're a parent, we, is, is there anything more fun than playing golf with your kids? So if you can get them into the game, that's something you can do with them for the rest of your life. And, uh, yeah, it's just supposed to be fun. Like your, your high school girls team, guess what? That was fun for them, and that's why they're back playing golf this year. And, their friend, you, and they told their friends, and now they've got yep. more signed up. Yep. Really. Pictures in the yearbook, things like that. It just it adds value and attraction. These kids want to do it. They're looking yeah. for something to do. And their parents love it because they're getting the kids away from their you know, laptops and computers, the games, and they're out here having fun with their friends. I yeah. would agree. Tom, you mentioned the practice facility. Uh, for those that maybe are unfamiliar with it, if they live, especially in this Orchard Park area here, a great opportunity to come and work on their game here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, a lot of people don't realize we have that practice screen up there with a sand trap that you can rent for a little while and go up there and just practice all types of different uh, approach shots and then, of course, the sand trap shots. But a little history behind that, that it's a separate green sitting up on top in the right-hand corner of the of, of our area here. And the original purpose was that it was a hole-in-one contest for the Curry Express every Friday night going back to many, many years ago. Uh, that was the purpose of it. It's a separate area, so it never impacted our play on the golf course. And the Curry Express used to get a lot of people out here every year. And I don't know how much of the viewers remember that, but that's a nice little piece of history about this place. you got to be our age to remember the Courier Express, yeah. <laughs> that was back when there was two newspapers yeah, in town, I used to right? get one delivered in the morning and one in the evening, yeah. That's a long time ago, my, yeah. My grandfather may have worked for them at some point. Thanks a lot for... Yeah, no, I didn't mean it. No, 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 I didn't mean it that way. You know. All right, well, you set it up pretty nice, but yeah, that's a cool story. I mean, yeah. we've we've heard you know stories about associations with different workplaces or different companies and things like that, and to have that connection with the Courier Express is pretty cool because we know the Courier Express is a big part of Western New York history. Absolutely, which is why we know this course is right here. All right, so how about the course itself? And you can both jump in on this. Just. We know it's an all par three setup. What what are kind of some of the yardage range and you know we've got some ones we're going to have to hit over water. What do you want to talk a little bit about the golf course itself? Yeah, um, course the holes range anywhere from ninety five yards to one hundred and sixty yards, and uh, yeah, there are two holes over water. Um, the course is in really good shape this year. The greens are running very nicely. Um, not extremely. Fast, like uh, country club types of greens, like Orchard Park Country Club or anything like that. But they do have a nice roll to them. And um, I think the course is in splendid condition this year, to be perfectly honest with you. I think uh, uh, Greenskeepers, the superintendent, Bob Perry, does a great job maintaining the golf course on a day-to-day basis. It does get a lot of play. The greens get beat up pretty good. So it really needs – I'd like to get the 
players that come out here to repair ball marks on the greens a little bit more effectively than they do. That seems to be a little bit of an issue, especially on the more. Not just here. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, yes. Well, some of these greens are very, very hittable, yep. and they just take in a lot of balls. And so I will actually go down and I'll fix ball marks whenever I can just to, you know, you get a good roll on the ball. I got a great little story here is there's this pond here that between the 9th and the 18th tees and the uh we have to we have to you got to carry it it's got to be a you know 100 yard shot 150 yard shot to carry the water we didn't have that pond picked for seven years for <laughs> so last year we had a guy come in and approach us and he was running around doing a local country clubs and we agreed that he'd pick the pick the pond for us i'm going to ask you a trivia question guess how many golf balls do you think they pulled out of seven, seven years of golf balls i'll go with i'm going to guess it's should we say it's Five figures? Close? Four oh, figures? I'm going to say 20,000. 34,000. 34,000 balls. Wow. <laughs> some of them brand new and some of them seven, year, seven plus years old. <laughs> yeah. you know, in respect to this golf course, he told me, he goes, the quality of the golf ball I pull out of there is not the same as Orchard Park. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all Pro V1s in there? No. <laughs> well, they're good range balls then, yeah. But this pond... You know, in terms of the visual piece of it, I we tweeted out some pictures. We put some on Instagram as well. Check it out at T to G Buffalo. Um, creates a beautiful visual when you walk in here, Tom. I mean, you, this is what nine and eighteen are the two holes that we're sitting here on the patio right now looking at. But with that pond, it's a beautiful look. Well, and and it's it's such a beautiful look that even our restaurant business is starting to pick up a little bit more from people who aren't even playing golf because they come out here and sit on the patio like we are, and you look at the view, you look at that, and they have, you know, have a hot dog or a burger, and they sit here and just relax, and they say, you can't get this at any restaurant. I mean, you just sit and relax, and this is where our business grows, too, is we're always looking at the restaurant saying, what can we do to build it up? It's a great little area to have a beer and a hot dog after a round of golf. Okay, good stuff there that there's a restaurant on the side. perfect to me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, bobblelink.com, is the website. So um, what are, you mentioned it being very busy at night here. So strategically, if people want to come out and play, like is there a spot you want to send them or <laughs> just come out and get in line? I mean, it's, we, yeah. take, we, you know, we do not take tea times here. It's first come, first serve. I mean, our type of facility with par three, it's really an impulse. You say, let's go play golf at Bob Links tonight. And yeah. Try to, we got, we got some people here at night to get on the carts and try to manage the place out there. Uh, it gets a little loose here at night, which we try to tighten up all the time. But it's it's families and a lot of kids trying to have fun, you know. And uh, we, Jimmy was talking about the greens. Sometimes we get some kids that uh, might have had a couple of drinks, and then, and then they start digging up the greens. So I mean, we got to manage it as tightly as we can. It's you know we got etiquette cards for golf etiquette. We try to get out to people and let them know the proper way to manage on the golf course because a lot of times you. People that come out here never play golf. You know, they're out here. They might not know to repair a ball market. Right. right. Yeah. So that's, that's a good point. Yeah. You, you think everybody just because they're out on the golf course knows everything. And yeah. That's not the case. And this is no fa- This is the perfect place to come and learn the game. Yeah. This is what you want. This is where kids should be playing. Absolutely. Come out here and have fun. And, and yep. that's the purpose of it. You know, we're, we're not the you know, par 72 long range, you know. Those are too hard anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how many holes in one do you get here? On a on a uh, yearly basis, we get a lot of hole in ones, and very good question. I'm not sure how many get on a yearly basis. Five, five, yeah, yeah. about five a year. Yeah, about five a year. 
That's Jim a good knows. number. He's yeah. been here longer than me. And it's a good number. And these kids, they come in, we give them a hole-in-one certificate card and things like that. But uh, we don't publish it in the paper anymore. Nobody, I don't think, publishes yeah, it. Yeah, the paper made it tough to put anything in the paper, I feel yeah, like, for years and years. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's a really cool spot. As you mentioned, one of the things to do, what are the top 20 things to do or top 40 things to do in western New York? Pretty cool. If you've never done it, come at night and play under the lights. And, yes, bring your bring your your highlighter colored ball and have a blast and bring your kids. And it's a really, really cool spot to play here in Orchard Park. Um, And Tom, I would guess that once school lets out here in a few weeks, that it'll be even busier during the summer, right? During, especially weekdays then. It will. I mean, the kids come out and we actually have some uh, junior tournaments here, which are tremendous success for, you know, we get, this is where a lot of the parents will drop their kids off because we'll have about 30, kids out here for nine hole or 18 hole tournament jim does a great job of running it keeping it organized and it includes a hot dog or a burger and a drink afterwards too and these kids just come out and have fun and we get them some medals and first prizes or maybe a little gift certificate and it's a great afternoon for these kids and uh, uh, jim has put that together many years ago and it's very successful and jim best player a nine-year-old lefty who Ended up moving back to New Orleans from Louisiana. Will definitely be playing for LSU. Be- better than anybody. Nine-year-old wow. kid. It's remarkable. He'll go up the street here. He'll shoot 45 up there from the men's tees. Oh, at Harvest Hill, you mean? Nine years yeah. old. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It's pretty remarkable, really. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, part of the reason we do the show, part of the reason Jeff, I know, got into the business is to grow the game and make it fun and enjoyable so that everybody loves it as much as we do and uh, Tom and Jim, it sounds like you guys just every year are adding to the things that you're doing to contribute to good golf and good stories here in Western New York. So thank you for having us. Thank you again for for uh, for creating a unique scene unlike any other here in Western New York. And to give them back to the game, too, with the junior programs and the first tee and the high school programs. I know those don't put money in your pocket, but they help grow the game, and, and we appreciate that you do that. You are exactly right. I mean, just the fact that all those Orchard Park girls come out there, all of a sudden their families want to out here and have some fun because the girls are here all of a sudden they're playing golf with their dads and things like that it's a family atmosphere i expect to see you guys out here with it you know this year oh i'll be out with my daughter playing golf here this is perfect yeah Yeah. (laughs) thanks again for having us tom appreciate it thank you tom sturm the gm jim dreff the pro from bobblelink again bobblelink.com or bobblelinkgolf.com is the website great stuff going on here if you, you can sense it from just talking to those two guys how uh, they're passionate for the game and growing the game, so check it out here, Bobolink. We've still got another 40 minutes to go here on the show. When we come back, Ryan has an hour. He does our uh, triple crowned expertise. Yes. We're going to have that coming up. So he's going to yes. give you a few minutes on what you should do with the Belmont today. Then we're going to get into Live Golf. Details on the Women's Porter Cup. Uh, our Duster putting challenge is back, sixth annual. We've got the link out this week. We've already got people signed up. We'll give you details on that. Yeah, go sign up now. It's going to fill up. Some of our other contributors, Jeff Blank and Alex Brown, have been up to stuff this week. We'll have that. Uh, Tiger Woods was named something new by Forbes this week, Jeff. Oh. So we'll, I'll have that. what that is, too. So was I. That's yes, weird. That's well, right. Yeah. We both were in that same. Yeah. And Kevin Sylvester from the Canadian Homes. So we've got a lot to get to here, so let's take a time out. Live at Bobolink. Beautiful Saturday morning. Thanks for waking up with us here on TD Green. With Jeff Medes, I'm Brian Colziel. More coming up from Bobolink here in Orchard Park on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Bean. 
and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Seven twenty-seven. welcome back. Live at Bobble Link here in Orchard Park. Beautiful look here from the patio. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, as we overlook the 9th and 18th green. A big thanks to general manager Tom Sturm and golf pro Jim Dreff for joining us last segment. Uh, good insight on Bobolink and the course and everything that they're doing here. Uh, if you missed this segment, we'll have it up just a little bit after our show on our on-demand audio section, WGR550.com. Kevin Sylvester coming up live from Toronto at the Canadian Open at 745. But joining us now as we do each time the Triple Crown races come on the calendar, it's the Belmont. Uh, Ryan Hasenauer from Batavia Downs. Of course, Batavia Downs is a big part of our Fantasy Golf League. Uh, We've just awarded some nice prizes to our May winners. So uh, hopefully if you're in our Tee to Green Fantasy League, you can still sign up, by the way. Uh, Check out our Twitter feed at T to G Buffalo. You can get in on our monthly prizes. And uh, Ryan is kind enough to join us here for a few minutes this morning. Uh, Ryan, good afternoon or good morning, rather, and uh, it's the third leg of the Triple Crown, the Belmont. What are what's the the biggest storyline in your eyes for this race this afternoon? Well, you know, Brian, I think uh, we're going to be looking at seeing if Rich Strike, if it was a one and done kind of anomaly, you know, uh, the second longest shot to ever win the Derby, and here he is trying to uh, he skipped the Preakness, of course, and now he's racing the Belmont. So. We'll just see if it was a one-and-done type of thing or if he's really got what it takes uh, to, to win the true test of the champion, they call it. Of course, the Belmont Stakes is a mile and a half the longest of the three uh, Triple Crown races. Yeah, I think the, uh, the interest of what Rich Strike did at the end of that derby with that incredible run to win uh, had people intrigued, and then unfortunately they decided to not run in the second leg of the Triple Crown at the Preakness. So uh, I'm sure... People will be tuning in just to see, like you said, it, was it a was it a blip? Was it a fluke, or is Rich Strike a a, a you know a horse to be reckoned with in terms of the uh, 
um, the the top racing community of the world here in these Triple Crown races. Right, and he's got some good stamina. Uh, his maternal grandfather um, has actually sired four Belmont winners, so uh, you know he's got the pedigree, as they say. You know, uh, there's an old uh, you know saying that you can never say anything bad about a racehorse until it's been dead for ten years, because if it's kids or it's kids' kids, <laughs> go on <laughs> to win. Uh, you could say, well, you know, this horse wasn't all that great, but man, he sired four Belmont winners. Um, so yeah, so it'd also be good to see uh, if some of these other horses that are coming back, um, you know, some of these horses raced in the, in the uh, Derby and then skipped the Preakness as well, like Mo Donegal, the, the number six horse, who's a second choice favorite. We the People, uh, who's the, actually the favorite, and are coming out of the number one spot today. Um, you know, he didn't do very well in the Arkansas Derby, but he bounced back with a win in the Peter Pan Stakes. Uh, at Belmont Park on May 14th. Um, so he was, uh, his jockey too, uh, Flavian Pratt, was second in last year's Belmont. So, um, you know, we'll be probably looking at the number one horse, We the People, trying to go out and set the pace. A couple of these other horses stalking the lead. It doesn't do great with closers, uh, you know, this race. So uh, it kind of favors the horses that are out in front, if you can believe that. Uh, but, uh, you know, just, it all depends on that pace. If the pace is early, like it was in the Derby, if you remember, the pace in the Derby was one of the fastest ones. The first quarter uh, quarter of a mile was just incredibly blazing fast. That could set up well for these closers to close. And something else that's interesting today is you've got Ness, the number three horse, is a filly. And it's only the 24th filly to ever race in the Belmont. She was the runner-up in the Kentucky Oaks, um, but she's got a great stamina pedigree, and uh, she's the daughter of Curlin, uh, who was a great horse as well. And she'll probably uh, stock the lead. The last time a Philly raced with Todd, it was actually Todd Fletcher again, the trainer who uh, met, and uh, Ragged Riches, they won back in 2007. So uh, Phillies don't cover all that often for the Belmont, but when they do, they seem to do well. Yeah. Ryan has an hour from Batavia Downs. Ryan uh, will be joining me throughout the afternoon. I'll be out at Batavia Downs from 2 to 5, getting you more information on the Belmont. Belmont. We'll go through all the horses during that show. Um, but, uh, Ryan, how about just quickly uh, a, a pick or two here? Who, who do you like today? Who, do you, who are you betting? So I'm going to probably do uh, the, the three horses I just kind of mentioned. Uh, we the People for sure, uh, Mo Donegal, and uh, probably involved Ness. I think I might still include Rich Strike, but I just have a good feeling about some of these new shooters coming in. Um, you know, there's uh, there's a reason that people like We the People. He's just been doing very well, clocking very well, and he has won at Belmont Park before. So um, those are the kind of the factors. Uh, something else to mention, Brian, today during your broadcast, you will not be in 34 Rush. We're going to be relocating you on the property uh, because today is the Belmont, uh, the Bourbon and Whiskey Fest that we have each year alongside the Belmont. So you'll be in the thick of it. Uh, right inside of the Park Place room as we uh, welcome uh, everyone from Western Europe that wants to come out and get some free bourbon and whiskey today. Excellent. I'm looking forward to uh, being a part of that. Of course, you can make your wager today, Batavia Down. You can go to any Western OTB location or bataviabets.com. All right, Ryan, rest up. I'm expecting some good radio segments uh, from you later on today during our show. You always deliver. So, I'm not, And how's your is your suit ready? Uh-huh. Well, my, my suit game's going to be strong today, and I, I had to rest up. i got to tell you, last night was a late night. We had our first concert last night, so we were ah. uh, <laughs> I think I got in here around uh, 12.30 in the morning, so it's, uh, it's a great week, though. We, uh, we, had a, we raised a lot of money for a great charity yesterday, the Ricky Palermo uh, Spinal Cord Research Foundation last night. So I'll be bringing uh, the, the strong uh, advice game and the strong suit game today, Brian. You can, you can uh, count on that. Awesome. All right, I'll see you a little bit later today. Thanks, Ryan. All right, thanks, Brian. Thanks.
All right, Ryan has an hour from Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Uh, again, I'll be there 2 to 5 today for our Belmont show. And, uh, of course, Ryan, a big supporter of our show here, donates the top prize every month. Uh, you get a if, if you're the top prize winner in our Fantasy League in June, you get a VIP package, stay and play. You get a hotel night, restaurant gift certificate, and casino free play money. I know. We got that experience once. It was a lot of fun. It yeah. did. <laughs> it was real nice. Yeah, we uh, I think we were, what, we were doing a show maybe out in Rochester, and we're like, let's do it on the night before. Yeah, yeah, we stayed there, and it was, the hotel was nice, too. I was surprised. Yes, Very nice. Brand new. Yeah, looking yes. good. All right, so that's coming up. I'll be uh, on from 2 to 5. Uh, Kevin Sylvester at 745 on the Canadian Open. Let's get through some of these golf headlines here that we want to talk about. First, last week we were up at Niagara Falls Country Club uh, for our show, and we previewed the Women's Porter Cup and a successful event that finished yesterday. Two Canadians battled in a four-hole playoff, Jeff, and Brooke Rivers ends up beating Katie Crankston. Uh, Rivers, the winner. So uh, Team Canada actually had five of the top six yeah. spots. And, you know, when we spoke last week with the tournament directors from Niagara Falls Country Club, they had said that they thought Team Canada was bringing a strong group of ladies. Yeah, and they have a national program, which a lot of countries do. The United States is a little different with that. So they take their better players from a younger age, and they kind of, you know, they coach them, and they, they help them travel and get them to tournaments and, and create a, a program and a team, and they've got a strong team. Golf is really growing everywhere, but it seems to be growing especially well in Canada lately. Yeah. And women's golf is just exploding, I feel like. Yeah, Tom, the GM here, mentioned last segment about how the Orchard Park girls team uh, really kind of exploded this year from yep. coming over here to play. And we mentioned women's golf last week a lot, quite a bit. The women's U.S. Open was great to watch. Yep. yep. And then the, the women's Porter Cup. So Brooke Rivers, congratulations from Brampton, Ontario, getting it done. And uh, again, good job, everybody up at Niagara Falls Country Club yeah. for putting on another successful event. Uh, the men's Porter Cup is in mid-July. We'll be up there doing our show uh, that week. Okay, now on to the drama that is, <laughs> is yes. the Live Golf Tour. Is that, uh, what, is, what do you mean? What's the Live Golf Tour? I haven't heard a word about this. Yes. <laughs> Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, some of the biggest names in golf playing over there. Greg Mormon and the Saudi government-funded tour. A lot of controversy for some reasons that, uh, if you've been following it, you know all about. Um, but they're going into their final round today. Only three rounds, no cut. Everybody's getting paid, and a lot of guys are getting paid big money. Report yesterday that Bryson DeChambeau is getting $100 million to go over and play in those events. DeChambeau's also planning on playing in the PGA Tour events as well. Well, as soon as the event teed off on Thursday, Jeff, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, suspended all players that were involved in this and also as he said, future players, too. So DeChambeau maybe not officially suspended until he actually tees it off. But, man, what a, what a weird week of golf. And uh, some of the best in the world that we've heard from had some interesting comments this week. We're going to hear from Dustin Johnson in just one moment. Yeah, it's 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 unsettling if you if you love golf. You know what I mean? It's you just the, the everything seems to be topsy turvy turned around right now. Where's where's professional golf going to go in the future? Is this going to be a viable tour? You know, I you know I look at it. Well, the PGA Tour is a different type of entity because it's you know it's raising charity funds everywhere it goes and there are budgets and there, you know there's constraints where there seem to be no financial constraints with that and there's no charity involved and you know there's talk of sports washing which i i do believe is is certainly part of their of the program there and um you know as a as a as a someone who's loved golf you, you hate to see it 
where the best players aren't going to be all in the same place all the time now. So if those guys are the best players, there's some of the best players. They may not be the best players. Dustin Johnson's one of the best players. Um, and it, it seems to be the guys who chose that are a little more, um, how do, like, they're a little less uh, the squeaky clean image on the tour, a little more the irascible type players that, uh, that jumped ship and, and took the money. Hard to not take $100 million. I understand that. But uh, um, it's I, I don't know what to think about it, Brian. What, what are your thoughts on this whole well, conundrum I, here? Let's hear from Dustin Johnson on okay. why he's playing, and then uh, I'll give you my two cents here. So, uh, Zach, if we could hear from DJ here. This was after uh, his first round uh, playing on Thursday in the new Live Golf Series. Everybody's kind of wondering how the Masters is going to feel about all this stuff. If you, as the defending champ, or has a former champ had any kind of conversations with anybody there, any assurances that you'll always be welcome there? I mean, I, I've definitely talked to him, but, you know, you're going to have to ask somebody from the Masters. You know, I can't comment on anything they've said. DJ, honestly, it's been now over 24 hours since Jay Monahan's memo. Have you spoken to people in the last 24 hours about whether there's any legal recourse, whether there's any route back onto the PGA Tour? I have not, and... You know, at, at this point, you know, my plan, my plan is to, you know, play the, the live events and, you know, the, you know, a few majors and, you know, that's it. That's it? Yeah, well, what that's, do you do that for was the, other, the, whole, the whole reason I... What do you do for the other 40 weeks the whole reason year? I started playing on, you know, live is to play less golf, not more. What do you do for the other 40 weeks of the year, just fish? I'm, I can do whatever I want to. All right, so there's Dustin Johnson. Yeah, what are you going to do the other 40 weeks of the year? I'll do whatever I want to. <laughs> Go fishing, yeah. I guess when you get a $125 million check, plus you're already worth six figures worth of millions of dollars, I guess you can do whatever the heck you want. Here's a question I have. How is it going to affect their play? You know what I mean? If you're not working each week, you know, you have 40 weeks off. You know, if you're pra- when you're playing the tour, you're playing for 40 weeks, basically, right. whatever it is. So you're in the grind. You're Every week you're working on your game, and when you've got – 12 events a year you know i don't know that your game will be as sharp but um you know it's still it's it's still very uh very we're gonna there's a lot of things are gonna get settled in the next couple weeks i imagine so here's my take on it it's a money grab 100 percent. i know these guys are going to twist and turn around all their different phrasing and wording of you know this is a chance to grow golf and this is an opportunity for through the money from the saudi government for them to help uh, you know, golf can do good things. and Yeah, we're aware of all this, but you're also getting paid a boatload of cash in order to sign up for this. Let's face it, that's purely their number one motivating factor of coming over there. Now, Phil Mickelson has other issues. We know, who knows what his gambling debts are. We were hearing reports of that it could be $80, $100 million worth of gambling debt. He's, he's got other issues going on too, but the fact that these guys seem so enthralled of just going over there and making a splash and trying to stick it to the PGA Tour. And for a lot of these guys, the PGA Tour has done a lot of good for them. As you mentioned, the charitable work that they do, the PGA Tour over the last few years, I think, has done a great job. They run the Corn Ferry Tour, which is essentially a breeding ground, like the AAA, essentially, of golf. They run the Champions Tour, a ton of events for, for youths. They have, from what I have read, the best pension in all of sports. Yep. So, Yes. Can there be improvements made? Yes. Do I think maybe this will lead to some change? Yes, I do. I think maybe you'll see players that don't make the cut maybe get like a stipend check or some sort of minimum payment for coming and playing. Because for the fringe player, Jeff, when you have flights and meals and hotels and a caddy and a coach and a trainer and a mental health coach and a, and a, you know all these other things there, for, for these guys that are fringe tour players that are fighting for their card – I could see why maybe 
the lure of, hey, I can go over there and they're gonna, even if I'm a fringe player that maybe a, no, a lot of people haven't heard about, they're going to throw me $10 million to come play these events. I, I could see why that. For the Mickelsons and the DJs and the DeShambles of the world, to me, it's all about the money grab. They are set for life. They're going to live in the top 1% no matter how they live the rest of their lives. And the chance for them to possibly not play in these majors. To me, the majors hold all the cards here, Jeff. If Augusta National, which we know is very powerful, yes, and the USGA and the RNA and the PGA of America decide that these guys can't play in the majors, to me that swings it to the fact that this golf tour maybe will go away. If they're still available to play in the majors, I think this tour will be around for a little bit because they've got money to last a long time. Yeah, they got the money. Um, and each major is run by a different entity, so it may not be a universal like they get together and make a decision. Like the Masters and the PGA yeah. may say no. Um, and British may say whatever, but um, the, like you said, it, it is a money grab, and I, I was a little disturbed. Like, I mean, you've already made a couple hundred million dollars in your life playing on the PGA Tour, if in all the sponsorships and everything else that went. And along if DJ with wants it. to play less, he can. He doesn't have to sign up for all these PGA Tour events, right? And he could get in on yes. sponsors exemptions if he wasn't, you know. But now they can't get in on sponsors exemptions, and um, can't play in the Ryder Cup now. Can't play in the Ryder Cup. Can't play in the Presidents Cups. All those things were what made DJ DJ and brought him his brand that got him this hundred million dollars i do think i do think it's hard to I, I would have a hard time aligning myself with the saudi government even for that i mean especially if i already had a hundred million dollars in the bank well and that's it, what i'm saying for these guys that are financially struggling on the tour to make it yeah. i can i can understand it even though i don't like what the money's coming from a hundred twenty grand for last place is what i heard yeah yeah but for but for the guys that have already made it, that are already worth a hundred million or, or more in their lives, like to me, it's just it's all greed, it's all money. It's because they can, they can right. do it. So, I mean, I don't know. And even even the incidents with the uh, the reporters or the uh, yeah uh, Alan Shipnick, am I pronouncing yes. that right? Who wrote a, a recent book about Phil Mickelson? Who right. had, had a lot of positive things in that book too. That people said uh, Greg Norman had some of his security take him out even before the press conference started. It wasn't even like there was a confrontation or. Tough questioning. It was even before the press conference started. They and took all out. he did was buy his own ticket and fly over there because they wouldn't yeah. give him a press badge because yeah. Phil Mickelson didn't want him to get a press badge. So, um, you know, and those kind of things are off-putting, and I don't think they'd happen here, and I don't think they'd happen if it wasn't supported by the Saudi government. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's it's tough, but we'll see. To me, it's it's if if I'm Jay Monahan, I am in the ears of the majors uh, of of Augusta National and the USGA, the RNA, and the mm -hmm. PGA of America. And again, oh, they're out of TP Sawgrass. They can't play at Sawgrass. That's, that's a PGA right. Tour's the, event. The players, yeah. yeah. And you know, and a lot of people might not know this, Jeff. The PGA Tour does not run the four majors. No. Yeah, that's what the PGA yeah. of America runs. The PGA Championship. Augusta National runs the Masters. The RNA runs the British Open. Yeah, and the, U, uh, the USGA runs the U.S. Open. Right. So those are four different entities. And the USGA said in terms of the players next week that because this tour just essentially started, they didn't want to change the rules midstream. They said, look, if they've qualified this year, we're going to let it go. So, and I'm guessing the RNA will do that next month, too, at the Open. It'll probably be up to the Masters now because they'll have the full calendar off season essentially, to decide. And then, you know. Yeah, did the we'll Masters not bring back? past champions you know because they went to the saudi league that's a big decision it'll be interesting to watch that one absolutely okay time out here uh when we come back kevin sylvester from the canadian open but before we do that jeff the western pga is doing a really cool fundraiser with uh, a marathon i guess that's yeah, going it's on gonna right be july 9th pga 
reach western new york marathon it's gonna i think it's saturday july 9th so you want to check out the western new york pga see how you can get involved there's a million different ways to be involved different races you can run and and a lot of options there so if you want to support pga reach go to the western new york pga website and, and check that out okay time out here from beautiful bobolink we're overlooking the 9th and 18th by the nice looking pond we're on the patio along with pga pro jeff Minas. i'm brian colziel kevin sylvester from toronto in the canadian open coming up next as we roll on on t to green on wgr you're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. Welcome back here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We're on the patio here at Bobolink. And a uh, beautiful Saturday. We've got people already coming out here to play. And uh, we're happy to be here with you on WGR. As you heard, time for our PGA Tour leaderboard check. They are just across the border in Toronto. Kevin Sylvester coming up live in one moment. From there, Wyndham Clark has a one-shot lead through two rounds. Seven under par. Alex Smalley, born in Rochester. He, Keith Mitchell, Roy McElroy, and Matt Fitzpatrick uh, amongst the group at six under par. Other names of note, world number one, Scotty Scheffler. He's in the mix, tied for eighth. He is at minus four. And the Champions Tour report brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf attire. First place at seven under after round one, Steve Flesh. One shot back is Colin Montgomery and the most interesting man in the world, Miguel Angel Jimenez at six under. Very good. And again, for our ladies' side, Brooke Rivers winning in a playoff at the Women's Porter Cup just finishing up yesterday uh, at Niagara Falls Country Club. All right, Kevin Sylvester, he is uh, working hard this week for PGA Tour Radio. You can catch him on PGA Tour Radio uh, on Sirius on XM, and uh, he's joining us now from Toronto. Kevin, good morning. How uh, have the first two rounds gone? Um, tiring, i got to tell you. The course is... Uh, it's hilly, isn't it? Much, <laughs> yeah, much more <laughs> hilly than uh, anticipated, and... You know, I feel like I'm walking some of the sand hills in Ireland, to be honest with you, uh, on the golf course. Uh, that's how some of those mounds are. But, uh, you know, it's ranked St. George's Golf and Country Club. It's ranked third best golf course in Canada, and I can see why. It's it's a pretty great track. Yeah, and you got a big name in contention, Rory McIlroy, who I guess, Kev, officially is the defending champ, right? Because we haven't had the Canadian Open for the last two years. He won it in 2019. That's correct. Yeah, he won that at uh, Hamilton 
Country Club, um, another uh, course with some uh, topography. And, yeah, he is the defending champion. So he's up there. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is playing uh, very well. And then you've got Scheffler and Burns, who played the first two rounds together. They're paired again today. Um, so, and, and I expect those two to make a move today. You know, when you win on the PGA Tour, it's a crescendo uh, to the final round. And uh, those players, particularly Scheffler, knows how to crescendo. And Kev, with everything going on, is that is are the players all a buzz, or are they just continuing with their head down, getting into work? Or are they talking about it between shots about LIV, or or what? What are you gathering from being around the players all week? Well, I, I think um, you know. <laughs> well, Tough question, isn't it? I, I, yeah, it, it is. In one regard, listen, I'm, I'm a contractor of the PGA Tour. It is True. the best tour in the world, where the the best players are playing. Uh, are currently playing and I believe will continue uh, to play. Um, they, I think, are tired of being asked about it, frankly. And, you know, if you, you look at a guy like Scotty Scheffler, you know, he wants to go out and win golf tournaments. Um, and so that's what he's doing. <laughs> Same with Sam Burns. Like, um, these guys seem happy. Don't mess with happy if you're happy. Yeah, they don't care. They're just trying to win the Canadian Open this week, right? That, that, I mean, you know, that, that's correct. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a distraction. Um, you know, it's many things, but, uh, you know, I, I, uh, listen, I interviewed Scotty Sheffler yesterday after a round. And when I got done, he just kind of gave me like, no, I got to go answer the questions. So, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a polite, great young man and a great ambassador, uh, for the game of the PGA tour. Kevin, maybe for those uh, coming up from Western New York to go watch this weekend, uh, obviously they could they can do it. What uh, what advice would you give about uh, getting in and maybe spectating? Yeah, you know I saw a few folks from Buffalo yesterday uh, that that came up to do so. Uh, well, number number one, um, you know you, you've got to fill out the arrive can form um, in order to get into Canada. So that that's an online process. It's really quick. Uh, it's an app. So you could cross the border. Uh, you know, secondly, you know, uh, if you haven't been to Toronto in a while and up the QEW, well, the population increase uh, essentially from Hamilton on up to Toronto has increased. So it may take you two, two and a half hours, um, you know, so anticipate that. And then second, anticipate to walk a lot, um, you know, because it's in a neighborhood, the golf course. So you'll be shuttled in. Um, there's, uh, you know, a decent walk. Uh, to the gate, and then where you enter, you enter on the 16th hole. Um, so uh, in that corner, and then it, it's a walk to get out to where you need to go, and a hilly walk. And uh, they, they do expect some uh, rain uh, later today and then tomorrow. If I were to come, I'd come today, and, okay. and I, I'd come earlier. Good advice, Kev. Thanks so much for the update, and uh, we'll be listening to you here on the on the PGA Tour Radio broadcast. And enjoy the weekend. All right, we'll do, fellas. Miss you guys. Yeah, Kev, we miss you too, man. It's a lot more fun when you're here. We can pick on I, you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you can pick on me next week in person. All right, I'm looking forward That's to right. that. That's right. Thanks, Kev. All right, fellas. See you. See, see, see you. Kevin Sylvester at uh, the Canadian Open in Toronto. Yes, you can go, as he said, two, two and a half hours planned for that. I still think he has the coolest job. Gets to that. walk around following the sure. best players in the world inside the ropes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we jam all this in 30 seconds? Our Duster Challenge, sixth annual putting contest. It's back. It's to benefit the Western PGA Reach Foundation. You can sign up at the 
WNYPGA website, but I tweeted out the link. So go to at T2G Buffalo. The link is there. There's also, only 72 spots, so sign up early. That's right. People have already signed up for that. Also, Jeff Blank, check out his weekly picks. Uh, you can check those out at T2G Buffalo. Given you, if you're into wagering on the golf tournaments, you can do so there. Alex Brown, also of our TD Green uh, contributing group here, wrote a feature this week on East Aurora Country Club, so you can check that out. We'll be there in two weeks to preview the International Junior Masters. Tiger this week was named by Forbes, Forbes as a billionaire. Ouch. That's yeah, I figured he would be. That's yeah. why he probably t- didn't have to uh, accept the billion to go offer that was reportedly offered to go play that LIV tour. Yeah, how Ti- much do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Tiger says he's loyal to the PGA Tour. And the U.S. Open is next week, Jeff. Going to be great. Brookline. Yeah, Brookline Mass, yep. And Brookline Mass, the country club, and we're going to hear a lot about the greatest game ever played, that movie, right? Francis and Met. And it's the, an old school. Uh, the old caddy. Yeah, it's an old school. Back in 1913. Sorry, it's an old school yep. Northeast golf course, too, so it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. So U.S. Open, a lot of talk next week. We will be at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst. But a great spot here today at Bobolink. Want to thank the general manager, Tom Sturm, and the pro, Jim Dreff, for joining us earlier. Again, we'll have the entire show up on our on-demand audio section uh, in just a few minutes after the show, WGR550.com, the website, BobOlinkGolf.com. Thanks to Jeff. Thanks to Zach back in our studios. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. Tea to Green every Saturday. We'll talk to you next week from Glen Oak right here on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 